Greetings and welcome to the Power for Positive Living podcast. My name is James Huey. I facilitate Friendship's personal growth education services and also serve as host for these podcasts. Offering openness and caring through the gift of listening hospitality, I invite you to join me here on Friendship Podcast Radio as we explore diverse topics to enrich the quality of your life, power for positive living, and friendship. As each of us grows older, we are able to experience situations and changes that were not possible during our younger years. Even though the pattern is similar, going through the experiences of any particular year is unique for each of us. For example, when you and I became, quote, sweet 16, there were plenty of role models and expectations from our family and friends on what types of behavior and attitudes we could choose to exhibit. Another plus is that most people live through their 16th year of life, so there are many models on how to choose the thoughts and feelings of that age. This pattern can be repeated for many years and many special birthdays during the early years of our lives, such as becoming 18, turning into an adult at 21, changing with the 30s, Seeing middle age arrive as we enter the 40s, getting that first AARP mailing and its implication of getting old at 50, realizing that retirement is getting closer to reality with the arrival of the 60s, or health becoming a major issue and important people are dying as we enter the 70s and so forth. Suddenly, many people realize that they have had a unique life journey. They have turned into the individuals that they are today. One may also notice that there are fewer people in their age group to be role models or pass along society's expectations as we pass into our senior years. With this awareness, we usually know that our lives will continue to change for whatever time that you and I have left on this earth. In reality, it is up to each of us to select any feelings, thoughts, and behaviors to guide the remaining time that we have left. By the time that you and I have reached the senior years, we are basically who we are, and seldom is there much motivation to alter the ways we choose to manage any changing that is still taking place in our lives. What we have learned to this point in life is usually the way many people will choose to live their final days. An important question for many seniors is whether we have chosen a path of living our lives that may have become a habit. Somewhere on our journey, we may have found a way of living that seems to fit our needs, and it seemed to work on handling the challenges of our everyday lives. It may or may not work as well in our senior years as it did when we were younger or with the intensity of passion for the future. 
Many of the people around us in their senior years frequently choose the way to live known as habit. It is known. Habit is safe. Habit is comfortable. If this pattern is so frequently chosen, what is the price that we pay for managing life in this manner? By the senior years, we know that any choice that you and I make, it does have a price of some type. What price is often paid for the pattern of changing or not changing our life significantly during our senior years. For many, price that frequently seems to have been paid is the absence or lessening of passion as an active part of our daily life. Passion from our younger years can be those areas of life which energizes, which challenges, which create adventures for us, and they also encourage us to love and be loved. Learn about new subjects and people. Create new hobbies of interest. Invite intensity to remain in our daily feelings. Taking risk. Of course, passion can be tempered and lessened at any time during our life journey. The intense, passionate part of our personalities can be lost slowly or more quickly when one decides that for suddenly... They are getting old, or it may be time to, quote, act their age. Retaining passion in our lives can take lots of work and extract high and various types of prices to be paid. As you and I watch the birthdays roll onward, which choices are we going to make on this particular continuum of actively retaining the values of passion in our lives? or letting the values of passions go for the easier path of having a pattern of habits that guide us in life. Both paths can have assets, and both paths can have liabilities. Our opportunity to choose will never end. One is not universally good or universally bad. We retain the ability to choose what fits us as the unique individuals you and I are at any age of our life journey. You and I do start our life journey with care and support of our parents. One of the parents' primary jobs is to establish the basic systems of beliefs that are important to them and that they believe will enable their children to have healthy and productive lives. Just as there are many ways of raising children, there are many different core belief systems available for parents to teach as their children grow from babies into adults. It is not unusual for parents to teach the system of beliefs about life that they themselves were taught by their own parents. This pattern tends to establish a history for many beliefs and allows us to pass these beliefs along from generation to generation. One of the ways for groups to live and work together is to have some core beliefs that encourage cohesive forces to operate. Having a similar belief system allows us to understand other people and for them to feel safer 
and more comfortable around us. Almost all of the groups in our society, including the society itself, work to structure and encourage similar beliefs so that we can function together and minimize or avoid the time and energy drained when there is discord. Without the presence of similarity in cohesive core beliefs, it is almost impossible for a group to survive for any significant period of time. Regardless of what our parents teach or social organizations impose on us, there are always a few persons who choose not to subscribe to what they were taught and that believe that this is the best way for them to live life. These individuals may choose to rebel against the core beliefs of a group, such as the schools that everyone learns best in the same way and at the same pace with the same 50-minute period of time. A choice of individuality in learning or any other behavior belief can bring conflict between the individual and the group. To avoid these conflicts, groups use strong pressures to keep everyone on the same page of beliefs while tending to discourage behavior, thoughts, and feelings of individuality. As one grows older, he or she finds that many of the beliefs that they have been taught are no longer true for them. Some are able to confront these and make the change easily, such as the realization there is no Santa Claus, there is no Easter Bunny. Changes like the reality that everyone does not have an equal chance to be president of the United States is usually not too difficult for most of us to believe and accept. If an individual decides to challenge and change his or her belief system in other areas of life, they often find themselves threatening to some groups in which they live their life. Groups have various degrees of difficulty in allowing individuals to change beliefs. Individuals who have thoughts and feelings about topics such as Going to college is the best way to get a good-paying job. Or a belief like, it is always better to give than receive. Another one may be, there is only one way to be patriotic. My religion is the only one that is true for all people. Being completely honest in all behavior is best for all of society. Hard work is the best way to have economic success. Certain ethnic groups have unique negative characteristics. Capitalism is the very best economic system in the entire world. Or a belief that all people prefer to live with a democratic government. Fighting for what you believe is the best way to achieve it. Living with a similar style of house is the best way to protect my property values. As we travel along life's path, we are constantly challenged to evaluate and make choices about the beliefs that we have been taught. If we ever decide to make changes in these core beliefs, we soon find that we have minimum support from most in our society. Societies tend to like stability 
and stability is where we all think and behave in a similar fashion. I personally believe that there are many choices for each of us in how we wish to interact with the people around us. Most of these choices are based on our core beliefs about ourselves and what we believe about other people. If you and I have a positive and healthy self-image of ourselves with a belief system that encourages us to respect and nurture ourselves, we tend to choose attitudes and behaviors that bring happiness, that bring cheerfulness to ourselves and other people. I find that one of the most challenging behavior patterns that we face in ourselves is the temptation to practice victimontology. This is a way of interacting with the world in a lifestyle of being a victim. I believe our minds tell us rationally and logically that being a victim is no fun. Being a victim usually brings stress and anxiety into our lives. Why do many people choose this way of behaving? When we see ourselves as a victim, it is often with a sincere belief that this is true. You and I both know that it is very difficult for us to confront and try to change a belief that you and I have about ourselves and our world. One of the functions of each person's belief system is to protect and defend the view that we have of the individual we see ourselves as being. We often will argue long and hard to convince ourselves that our perception of personal reality is true and our ability to make choices is limited. But for some people, it is fun and it does feel good. For example, if we have a poor self-image, being a victim acts as a confirmation of this basic belief about ourselves, and that usually feels better for some people than ever being wrong. You and I both know some people will work diligently with great effort to avoid ever being wrong in anything. Being a victim elicits some degree of sympathy and caring from the people around us. People who see themselves as kind and helpful people like to assist victims since that behavior also supports their own self-image of being kind and helpful people. People may tend to defer to a victim's needs by sacrificing some of their own. Victims can be very effective in eliciting this behavior from the people around them. Classifying yourself as a victim usually allows some relief from any personal responsibility. For these individuals, it is easier to be free of responsibility and allow the characteristics of victimhood to take over. Being free of our own responsibility allows us to pass it along to those who get their positive image by being helpful to the so-called victims of the world. This can lead people who see themselves as helpers to carefully evaluate their desire and their motivation to assist other people. Are there situations in our world where people truly are victims of circumstances and where they do not have choices about what happens to them? Of course there are. 
we do not always choose to bring things like a natural disaster, a disaster like a tornado or an earthquake or a hurricane into our lives. We do not choose to acquire a cancer. We can be the victims and truly need assistance from others of the human family. For the healthy person, I believe, the choice is how to take the victim status situation and seek ways to confront and take responsibility for managing ourselves positively for change rather than embracing a victimhood style of life with a pattern of continuous, quote, poor me. We have choices. We get to choose. This is your friend and host, James Huey. I thank you for listening to me on this podcast as I share viewpoints from my experiences in life along with wellness psychology. These are my gifts to you, my listeners. Your positive feedback sent by email is always appreciated. That address is powerforpositiveliving at gmail.com. Please join me each week as we continue to explore topics to enrich the quality of your life. As your friend and host here on Friendship Podcast Radio, I encourage you to nurture yourself as the very unique individual that I believe you are. Until next we meet, I remain committed to power for positive living and friendship. Good day.